it is free. Like they show you how to set up your LLC in every state, but they have registered agents that can do it for you um, for the state that you're filing. So, I mean, you could go through the hassle of trying to do it yourself if you want to go through that, save some money. But for me, it came out to going with a registered agent. I did it because I don't want to spend the time trying to go through all the paperwork. And then also you can use the registered agent as you can use their mailing address as your business address. And I didn't want my personal address on the on the streets like that. So I was like, all right, let me just roll with this. It came out to like $188 to set up the whole what? thing. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial, where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. I'm your host, Mang, as always, and my fellow co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, Mang? How are you? I'm living great. How are you living? I'm living good. I just burnt some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Your morning is off to a great start. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I, I made some bacon for me, then I tried to make some for my mom, and I burnt it because I was trying to get ready. So here we are. Yeah. Well, I, well you, you got to go make up, make up to your mom's for messing up her bacon. I know. She's so mad at me right now. She'll be right, though. As she should be. As she should be. <laughs> she's so bad. <laughs> she's supposed to be not, but she really is bad. Well, shout out Mama Adams. I hope she uh, gets some better bacon when we're done with this. Yeah, she will. Um, But my question for you today, would you rather have a smaller share in a highly successful business or full ownership of a moderately successful one? Uh. I'm going to go with smaller share in a highly successful business. You were you were expecting me to say that, right? No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with um that because and this is the point that I'm coming at it from. I feel like if I have a smaller share in a highly successful business, I'll still have the time and capacity to have my own business that I have full ownership of while wow, that's like sort of like a way of passive income I agree that's how I would go about it I agree um I was thinking a smaller share if I had a small share in Apple versus say like Apple's going to continue to evolve Apple's going to continue to be used it's going to continue to evolve so when I was thinking about this question I was like let me take let me take that. I'll, I'll take that versus full ownership of a moderately successful one because you never know what it's going to do. You never know how it's going to trend. But if you have a track record of Apple or something that has sustained a long period of success for a long period of time, can anticipate that it's going to continue to grow and evolve over the years to come. Yeah. I know I was going to surprise you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. It's good. I like it. I like it. But on the topic of ownership and uh, stocks and 
I think with the season of 2024, ownership's becoming more popular. People are looking to get into their own business, get out of the nine to five, uh, take the entrepreneurial journey. Um, and that's something that you've decided to embark on, something that I'm decided to embark on. And I think there's a lot of, you know, opinions, a lot of stances on, you know, options that you should take. Should you get an LLC immediately? Should you wait a little bit, get clients first? Um, so on this episode, we're going to break down what an LLC is, um, answer that question about should people start the LLC first um, or get clients and sales first before creating an LLC, because we've heard both, um, and just give pros and cons of each and um, how to how to help you make that decision to whether to how to, to get to make the easiest process for you to get started on your LLC and your entrepreneurship journey. So Key, I'm going to throw it to you first. What even is an LLC? So LLC is a limited liability company and essentially in the most simplest terms is it limits liability to the owners or whoever is a member of the business. And that just protects your personal assets from um, like any like litigations or anything that can go wrong with your company. For example, if say I give somebody a workout program through lifting for women and um, they get hurt and they want to sue me. If you don't have a LLC, they can sue you personally instead of being able to just sue the business. So if you're somebody who has a lot of personal assets, you do want to protect those and separate it from um, your business just in case um, things do go wrong or somebody wants to, to sue you. So, Meng, what are your thoughts on getting an LLC, when should you get one and why? Yeah, so I have heard the both sides of the argument, get it before you get started so that you can protect yourself. Like let's say you have a million dollar business, but then you go and do a venture into another thing. And then like you said, the there's just, if something happens as a result of that and someone decides to sue you, they can come after your million dollar business if you don't have the business protected. And that's a bag that you don't want to to lose. Like you worked hard to that. You don't want someone to just be able to take the bag, your assets, your personal assets, um, for whatever happened because of the because of the product. But then I also understand the point of if you get an LLC and your business is not popping, then you just waste the money getting an LLC. Like what if you, you don't have a business, you don't have clients. But in when thinking about that, I am going with the route of setting it all up beforehand just because I am anticipating that you know it's going to be successful you know what I mean I don't I don't want to come into the with the mindset that or worry about if you know this thing doesn't hit then you know I just wasted whatever amount of money building up this LLC that's not a good mindset for me to have I feel like so I want to have everything set up from the front end so that when it comes to getting on calls and closing people like it's already set up like it looks like a legit thing it's not just say let me send you this this request or let me figure things out on the fly everything's already set up on the back end so um that's why i decided to go with setting it up first just to make my life on the back end a little easier yeah i like that i do think setting up the llc does give you that professional look and we do know that perception is everything when um, people perceive your business to be 
um, like high quality. They're not going to question your prices or anything. I think it just goes, it goes well with um, like being organized and just the perceived value of your, your product. Um, I got my LLC in 20, I think 18 when I was in PT school. And literally the only reason I did it was <laughs> the only reason I did it was because I had a little bit of extra money. And I was like, when I, when, like, I think it was, I don't know when it was, but it was definitely like a couple months before I graduated. Yeah, I graduated. No, it was, sorry. It was 2021. I did it. I did it in 2021 or 2020. One of those years when I was still in PT school about to graduate. But anyways, I did it because I had a little bit of extra money to spend. And I was like, when I get out of school, like I want to hit the grounding. And now that I think about it, I personally would have waited till about now to get my LLC just because I think that some of the stuff you have to do to keep up with the LLC is not, it's not expensive, but I do think that it kind of adds a little bit of extra, um, I would say like stress to me. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, my business isn't going to be valid if I don't do X, Y, Z. Um, so I don't really like that aspect of it. Cause I feel, <laughs> I feel like my um, business is going to close down if I don't do certain things that like they, they email me. Um, but at the same time, I think that now as I'm more consistent and I'm making money, I think now would be the best time to do it because I wouldn't be at like a loss for my business. But I can see I can see both sides. But then when I went to file my taxes with my LLC, I realized that you don't even need an LLC to write things off. So that's also the reason why I had done it. But now that I realize that you don't have to have an LLC to write things off, I'm like, why did I really do this? It was more so just me wanting to fill like my business was official as opposed to really thinking about it. So if I had to look, if I had to do everything all over again, I probably wouldn't get it until, until now. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. I also found out last year that you could write things on and not have a, a, a LLC. And I was like, Oh, this is a game changer. I've been doing this wrong for, for years. So once they told me and they were like, you know, write off everything, all the courses you take, all the things that you buy that are related to the job or for you to be able to function in your business in your quote unquote business. I was like, oh, say less, say less. Um, but no, I, I totally understand that. I, th I think um, I think just for for how I think in my peace of mind, I would rather have it all. Give me the stress up front mm -hmm. and then that'll make the back end easier. Um, and I uh, know for some people, I think it also puts like, all right, the pressure on me to be like, all right, you got this official title. Now you have a business, a quote unquote business. Mm -hmm. Now you got to make it pop in. Like it's on me and the crew to, to, to make it pop in. So, um, I, I think I understand both points, but I think that's what went into my thought process of, um, get it started now versus wait till things get popping. Yeah. And also, um, now that I have like, now that I'm, I, I have my LLC and I started it as keep it fit. And now I have the lifting for women program. I'm like, should I open another LLC? That's what I was thinking. But now I realize that it doesn't make sense to open an LLC. I'm just going to have keep it fit as a personal brand and be lifting, have lifting for women as a program. That's just a branch of keep it fit. Cause I, I do think that when I transition out of the clinic, I'm going to want to still do some rehab type stuff that's not just for women. So I can have like different branches of it, which is cool because LLC gives you the flexibility to do things like that. Yep. And, and I think also 
what are the fees looking like for renewing your LLC in Connecticut? You know, I don't know if it's two different fees, but I know you have to file an annual report and that's like 120 or something. It's nothing crazy. And then I'm not sure if there's another if there's another fee. Cause that's the only thing I did last year. Gotcha. Cause I, I think when it comes to I like the idea of having both umbrellas in the keep a fit LLC, but then also like if you were in California, that annual fee is eight hundred dollars for each LLC. And so that's sixteen hundred dollars a year, potentially if you had multiple. So no, that's, for me, dog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, yo, look, I was trying to finesse <laughs> it and be like, hey, can I being from Alaska, can I file this LLC in Alaska and then be offering out of California? And they're like, nah, you gotta you gotta do it out of California because you're living in California. So I was like, trying to I was trying to finesse that fee because that fee is heavy. But it is. Um, I think that that goes into thoughts of if you have something that's similar, um, product two business ideas that are similar, like you don't have to create multiple LLCs if you live in a place like California where the fee is eight hundred dollars for each LLC. If you're in a place like Connecticut or Texas where it's like a hundred dollars, one hundred twenty, two hundred dollars, that's a different story. Um, but if the domains are similar and that you're trying to enter in, then I think you know it doesn't make really make much sense to have multiple LLCs. I agree. I think I'm going to talk a lot about me. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to do a doing business as and just attach it to my LLC. Like, yeah. if it doing business as lifting for women. And then, mm -hmm. but there's, like there's, a lot of, there's a lot of options you have with LLC. Yeah. How'd you set yours up back in 2021? <laughs> this just shows you how much of a do it yourself person I am not. I did. <laughs> I did. I did legal Zoom, and they set up everything for me. But it was like four hundred dollars, like five hundred dollars, and I was just like, just do it. But it is actually free to get it done. It's just a lot of paperwork, and I would rather pay for convenience. So, just that's the way I did it. They do everything for you, but um, there is a free way to do it, which you can talk about. Uh, I did not do it the free way. I, prom I promise you, I did not do it the free way. I paid to have it done for me too. But I use LLC University and uh -huh. that was put on. I to thought that country. was a free one. It is free. Like they show you how to set up your LLC in every state, but uh -huh. they have registered agents that can do it for you um, for the state that you're exactly. filing. So, I mean, you could go through the hassle of trying to do it yourself if you want to go through that, save some money. But for... Me, it came out to going with a registered agent. I did it because I don't want to spend the time trying to go through all the paperwork. And then also you can use the registered agent as you can use their mailing address as your business address. And I didn't want my personal address on the on the streets like that. So I was like, all right, let me just roll with this. It came out to like $188 to set up the whole what? thing. Yeah. And then like I... It was a hundred, actually a hundred thirty-eight, and then I had them also do the BOI, and then they had a fifty-dollar fee for the EIM. But I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna bypass that because I can do that fit online myself. So once the LLC gets approved, I'm gonna do the EIN, apply for that, get that, and then set up the business bank accounts and get going from there. Um, so a hundred eighty-eight dollars. I was like, when you hear about, I was looking at LegalZoom earlier. It was like five hundred further. I was like, nah. 
So I got super lucky to be put on to LLC University. So if anyone's thinking about it, go to LLC University. This is not a paid ad. I'm just trying to give you guys some some game for if you're thinking about starting your LLC um, and starting your business. And I think it was it was super easy, super, super easy, super helpful. And, you know, their call center is very available and easy to, to talk to. So I have no complaints so far. Um, you said something about setting up business big accounts. I realized that I was just I was just telling you that I applied for a business checking account. Mm -hmm. And prior to last year, I wasn't really separating like my expenses and it was really hard to have to go back through all my statements and like figure out what was a business expense so this year i made a conscious effort to only put one thing on my amex business put everything on my amex business card that was for business um and then this year i'm gonna have um a checking account for my business too just to keep things separate so having a llc does give you um the ability to have it a lot cleaner so that when the end of the year comes and it's time to do taxes, you aren't um, searching through your personal stuff and um, having to spend a lot of time doing that. Your bookkeeping could be a lot easier. Um, and that's that was the mistake that I had made and, and it's just stressful going through all that. So I definitely would recommend once you have your LLC, like get some sort of uh, business account, whether it's a checking or a business card. Um, credit card and just put everything on that one card so it's in one place when you have to go look for it for sure uh like you said i think it makes it easier on the on the back end too if all your business accounts are expenses are on one thing instead of having to go back and forth between your personal and business cards to make sure that you put things in the right place and not get audited by the irs so we're trying to avoid that as much as possible um <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I th I think um, it's a new it's a new realm, new world that we're that I'm stepping into, and I'm I'm excited to see where where it goes and where where it takes me. Me too. I'm excited but, for both of us. Yes, yes, 2024 going to be a good one. But uh, going up. on that, uh, no choice, no choice. But on that note, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. Make sure to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you in the next episode.